Welcome to The Other Ministers, the podcast where the other ministers in your church who are not the senior pastor get to talk. For once. For once. Finally. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you, that was no laser Corvette. Uh, Well, you know. We're fresh. I get it. Yeah, we're we're, we're playing around. We're We're still finding our identity. I'm actually looking at a monthly licensing, music licensing subscription thing that we might be able to afford. What kind of sweet sounds do we get with that? Better better than that. Okay. (laughs) The Beebs? No, 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 no. Come on. Nothing you've heard of. That's too expensive. Wow. What kind of money do you think they pay us in church world? Hey, Uh, let's save that for our main segment today. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Joseph Robinson. I am a uh, worship, production, events, tech person at a church. With me is... Mitchell Dome. I oversee youth and kids. In addition to that, I do some marketing, communication, all that stuff. And last but never least... Hank Taylor. I do connections, life groups, some of the marketing, communication stuff also. Mm. So yeah, staying busy. And also the voice of the Lakeland Magic yeah, and the Orlando Pride. Mm-hmm. He has a cool one. I have this Pride shirt today. So hey, are they going to play? Are they they playing games? They this play year? Dirt while we're recording this podcat. Oh, so Pride. The mat. Oh, the Magic will. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But yeah. is the Pride playing? Oh, uh, well, they had that comeback tournament that they yeah. didn't play in at all. Oh, um, why didn't they play in it? Oh, the COVID? COVID. Oh, wow. COVID. Mm. It was right at the beginning of the summer. I think it was June. Yeah, Right right at the beginning of June, the um, NWLS comeback tournament, and they didn't play. They were like the one team that didn't play. Chose not to play? Chose, Because of? Okay. Chose not to. Interesting. And um, so I don't know when they're going to play again. Well, I only ask that because I know Orlando City has a home game on Wednesday, and and there are fans. You can pay to go to that. 25 US dollars for the cheapest seat. Interesting. I only know because... I'm looking to go to that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I live a rough and dangerous lifestyle, Joe. You know, I'm out there in them streets. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. I feel I, I miss um, I miss doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like we uh, uh, my my stepdad was in town uh, visiting this weekend and we ate at a restaurant for wow. the first time since since March, I guess. Wow. Or, or maybe yeah. maybe early, early April. Really? Yeah. Tiffany and I on Saturday we went to First Watch. Oh, great brunch place! <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some brunch. no, we like. Hey. Yeah. But that was the that was the first time that I saw a restaurant doing a hundred percent seating capacity. Oh, what they were? That's they really had, interesting. Yeah. Okay. They, where was they that at? At every table. I mean, I don't want to out the location, but uh, if you know me, you know where I live. <laughs> you might be able to guess. It was that one. It was that one. Oh no! I'd go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, real quick. Uh, Rank, rank these three. First watch, mm. Kiki's Breakfast Cafe, mm. the Breakfast Club. Mm. So the Breakfast Club is local, right? Like, I, I don't know. I think it is. Okay. I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I believe that it's local. So that's going to get the bump above. Okay, you get the local bump. It's going to go, um, so Breakfast Club, first watch, Kiki's for me. I've never had the Breakfast Club. It's Oviedo. It's good. Never been. It's it, it. The Breakfast Club is also the cheapest. Oh, okay. Which See, uh, that would give it a bump for me. I'll yeah, have to try to check that out. But for me, I think I'm gonna put uh, Kiki's over First Watch, and then Breakfast Club is to be determined. I guess to be determined. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Waffle House always. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, There's a one. Big time. <laughs> I've been so upset. So uh, we live in Sanford. There's a new Waffle House in Sanford. I've lived my entire life saying, man, if there was just a Waffle House near me, I would be there like, you know, two, three times a week. I'd be a regular. They'd know my name. I've gone there like twice. It's been open for like a year and a half. It's COVID, though. No. 
No. No, I just haven't gone. You just haven't gone. No. I mean, uh, it, so sure, like this past six months, but I think it was open for a year before that, and yeah. I still yeah, went yeah. twice. So it's been sad. It's been really sad. I'm, I'm noticing boyhood Mitchell die before my eyes. Because um, 15-year-old Mitchell, he's setting up he the tent. He would have been at the Wild Yeah, he's there every day. He's going, this is $4. Why would you go anywhere else? No lie. Um, Waffle House, uh, it's, it's, it's not anymore because we've, we've spread out. Michelle's family has spread out. But uh, Waffle House was Christmas Day. Wow. That was Christmas Day every year. That Because it's cool. almost the only place open. Is That's it busy? Cool. Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, I feel like it would be busy. There's an extremely busy day at Waffle House. When you're the only game in town. At least the ones in the lower Atlanta suburbs. Now, I thought, what is it in Georgia? Waffle House? It's the same restaurant. What's the other one, though? The other place? Are you thinking about Huddle House? Yeah, what's Huddle House? Where does Huddle House come into play? Huddle House is Waffle House Light. Okay. I thought it was almost like a Checkers Rallies situation. It's like not the same restaurant, but okay. different names east and west of the Mississippi. No, it's okay. not, yeah, it's not that. Interesting. So I've, I mean, never really looked into it, but I've always yeah. drove, I've, I've eaten at a Huddle House before and been like, yo, you just talking about Waffle House? Like, yeah. 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 But okay, good. Good to know. I won't make a fool of myself in the next car trip. <laughs> yeah. I think they're in competition with, wow. They're, like, yeah. they're talking mad smack to one another. House yeah. Wars. Gotcha. House wow. Wars. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to, we're going to risk something on today's, um, Today's episode, uh, we're gonna we we have a jingle that's not ours. We don't own it. I'm gonna try to to cover all the bases. Yeah, uh, we're not exactly using it with permission, but I don't think Rufus and Chaka Khan will care. Yeah, I called Chaka. He didn't oh. answer, so I'll probably well, hear from him tonight. Chaka's a she. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why they're not returning your Wait calls. Wait a second. <laughs> You're telling me this whole time. Uh, fun fact: though, Rufus. Uh, of, as in Rufus and Chaka Khan, who recorded the song "Tell Me Something Good." I've heard those names before. Never knew who yeah. or what they were. Rufus is is a man. Okay, so that makes. Anyways, sense. I mean, it's time for our first segment we do every week. It's time for. That's right. It's time for "Tell Me Something Good." Hank, let's start with you today, man. Tell me something good. Well. I wish I could say the magic, but it's not. It's not the magic. <laughs> it's not well, Who I will known? say, if you're, if you're keeping up, we, we were excited for the playoffs, and the Tell Me Something Good was that game one, which was very good, but since then has been much disappointment. I want to go back, and I want to go to last week's episode, and I want to edit it and do the time machine sound, and then just come over the top and be like, it was not good. <laughs> Um, you guys, I, I seem to recall, said, I, I just want the Magic to win one. Yeah. Did they, win? So did did they get their one? I did. Okay. And, that's, and that's great. But we if, took advantage of being highly, highly, highly slept on. Yes. And yeah. if they only win one in the series, they won probably the most misleading game, right? They won game one, which you're like, as a fan, you're going into this going, hey, man, we can just steal one game, keep it competitive. You know, I just don't want to get swept. You win that first game, expectations and hopes go through the roof. You're oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, we might be able to do this. We're yeah. coming back. We're going to win it all, baby. And then they just get killed. The yeah, they turned it up on us. They thought yeah. they could coast through us and then figured out quickly they couldn't. Yeah. Now they're playing like it, like for real. Like, like it, it matters. matters. So you yeah. would say the magic got turnt. Is oh, that a thing? Sure. That's got, a thing the kids on. say? Yeah. You got turnt? I wouldn't yeah. say it that way. <laughs> I would say you got turned on. Yeah, you got like, turned on. Like, got turned turn, on. like they turned the first game. Like the magic did, they they came in, they they turned it up, like they played hard, they did that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's not the magic. What what is your something good this week? Uh, I'll say. Uh, well, we were just talking about. I got to go have brunch. Oh uh, yeah, that was nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, this weekend, this weekend went pretty good. We did a uh, we did one of our Zoom games with uh, with the uh, with the family in our church. Um, did a game over Zoom for our pre service um, show, which is something we've been trying out, getting ready for service, and that all has been going really smooth. It's been fun. Yeah, so uh, so that's been good. Yeah, that, yeah, that's been good. Sweet. Yeah, and a game one and a game one win. I'll go on record and say that the Orlando Magic are game one juggernauts. Game best game one team maybe ever ever. Yes. Um, all right. For sure, my something good is similar. I too went out to a restaurant, but I did it in Naples. I spent the last uh, well, I spent the weekend actually in Naples. My buddy, my good friends from, met him in third grade. Um, he got engaged. So. Me and my wife. Congrats. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, my wife, uh, my other friend from, I knew him in second grade, though. A little different, but still. His wife, we all went down to Naples, and uh, we, we hung out for the weekend, which was really cool. It was nice. I mean, Naples is such an expensively beautiful area, so anytime I can stay down there for free. It makes you feel good. It's score. You feel yeah. like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and his, so his fiance, uh, her whole family works in the golf industry. So uh, she, her mom is the GM at a country club in naples okay so we played this really really nice course like i would never be able to afford to play there we played there twice for free so that was cool i, I liked that part and how did bad. you play i did pretty good you know i'm not i'm not a great golfer shot at 89 the first day uh 93 the second one so uh it's good for me yeah i'm yeah. happy with it um so yeah i mean sure beats working that's what i say every time I'm on the golf course sure yeah. oh, sure, beats sure. Working. yeah my uh all-time Low score for 18 holes is, is a 102. Wow. I have yet to break 100. Yeah. It, it happens. It was an interesting 102, though, because I, I went out and um, I thought I, it, was, it was one day in college when I was playing almost every week. And I thought, I'm going to go, I'm going to go just walk nine holes. Oh, yeah. And I shot a 56 nice. on the back nine at the course we always played at. And I was like, man, that's, that's my lowest like mm-hmm. nine hole score. I think I want to keep going. Yep. 46 on the front. Whoa. So I was like, Whoa! What's going whoa. on here? Do yeah. I have time? Uh, I didn't have time. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play the back again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And see if I can like, uh-huh. see if I can yeah. piece together uh-huh. a sub 100 round here. But yeah, I didn't have the time. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to um, my my buddy's fiance's mom after we played. You know, going up saying like, thank you. You know, she's a really nice lady. Uh, it was great. But so you know, we're lamenting shots and things that happened on the course. And I'm talking about missing this two foot putt, and she's like, yeah, it's the thing that keeps you coming back. And I was like. No, actually, no at all. It makes me want to quit. It makes me want to go, this game is stupid. I did everything right, and I missed a two-foot putt, so that shouldn't count. Hmm. But it, it is interesting. The, the golf perspectives of different people. That's yeah, right. For, yeah, sure. for me, it's the good shots that make me yeah, want to come absolutely. play again. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's not the missed opportunities. It's the, yeah. Well, I, uh, I've, I've been struggling, honestly, with to, to think of something because um, – there, there's always lots of good, but like the, yesterday morning, I woke up. Um, we, we record, dear listener, on Mondays. Um, so if you listen to this at your earliest opportunity, then today it's Tuesday the 25th. No, no, no. They should get it Monday. Oh. They'll get it Monday afternoon. Okay. So, so it could be Monday the afternoon. Maybe early later today. The afternoon of yeah. the 24th. Tomorrow. So yesterday was Sunday the 23rd, and I woke up uh, just in great pain. Really? Um, I, think, I think my son hurt me wrestling. Wow. 
uh, which uh, he's he's four. He's big though. Almost big five. He's oh, a yeah, big, yeah. strong four-year-old. But um, benching two twenty. Between <laughs> between that and uh, like Friday night, uh, we we camped in the living room. So cool. uh, if you if you ever have the opportunity to sleep on an air mattress with a four-year-old, pass on that because <laughs> you will not sleep well uh, unless it's your own kid. Then it's fun, uh, but you won't sleep well <laughs> if it's not your own kid. You also should pass. On. Well, I mean, Just like for the record, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like a niece or a nephew okay. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly, if it's not a relative, uh, pass on that. Uh, and then Saturday also just slept terrible, and that was when Benjamin and I wrestled. And so, like, just woke up feeling awful. And then I looked at my phone, and I had a text from a guy I went to youth group with. Uh, who He texted, like, right after I went to bed. and was like, hey, I don't know if you heard, uh, but I just heard from my parents. Uh, our, uh, our youth minister has colon cancer. Oh, man. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what a morning yeah. uh, to wake up to. So I'm still, like... I don't know. I, I guess in all that, my, my tell me something good is that um, the the details I've been able to find out, it looks like it's going to be pre- pretty treatable. Yeah. And the doctors are pretty hopeful there. And I don't feel as terrible today because the human body does heal itself. It's well designed yeah. to yes. heal itself. Um, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, little little minor bumps and bruises can heal themselves and then we've we figured out stuff like chemotherapy and surgery and stuff to heal to heal big stuff like cancer for so, sure for sure uh, yeah, well just hey praying, prayers go out to what's his i mean can we say his name is that okay i, I don't mean, think he'd mind it's derek sweatman Derek's is his name yeah. Yeah, he's right, sure. pastor of a church in atlanta now and um so he's uh he's he, he's the guy who does blues for lent oh wow oh, oh yeah, yeah that's very cool that's so cool. you guys you guys have heard his voice at least listening to, to a couple of that a couple of those podcasts and stuff interesting well yeah prayers for derek for sure for sure. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into our main segment, uh, which we, until we come up with something better, we're calling slices. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> pieces. It worked. Pieces. Nuggets. Get some nugs. Get some nugs. So I had a friend. <laughs> so, well, same friend. Friend who just got engaged. We went to uh, Wendy's because, you know, when you're in Naples, you need to go to Wendy's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Get some spicy nugs. He, nuggies. Called them nuggies. Ooh. And I had to, like, to, the lady, to a person? To the person. Oh. To ordering it, he goes, Ooh. hey, can I get a six-piece nuggie? And I was like, come again? You want a what now? Yeah. So, sorry. That's all right. I mean, it's just ridiculous. That's Let's worth <laughs> That's worth commenting yeah. on. Youth slang. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we had talked last week about crazy stories from weddings uh, that we had officiated or been a part of. Um, I think I think Hank wins. Um on that, on yeah, that regard. Cougar. That one's the odd one. In That's fact, let's let's play the victory music here. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, was there a vote? Was there an official vote? Are, are we winning? Fan selection. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think there was. I just think. And listening back, I listened back to the episode with with yeah. my wife Michelle, and um, that one made her cringe the most. Yeah. It, oh, I, okay. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> good. It's good to know you have that effect on people, Hank. Yeah. No, no, no. The story. The story. The story. Not, not Hank, it but was the, the, the story. Of, the presentation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, we, we'd mentioned this week, we, we're, we're titling this episode, Parents Just Don't Understand, uh, with the thought that we would spend a few minutes talking about um, things about ministry or things we've experienced in ministry that people who are not in ministry just don't understand or wouldn't understand. And I think it's maybe fair to say like things we wish people did understand oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. About, yeah. about ministry. So uh, who, who wants to start us off this week? I can start okay, uh, because it. mine isn't a so you know sometimes you do stories sometimes it's more like general like you know in general so mine isn't necessarily a story but more of a general gripe and I don't want to say gripe but just um, it's interesting so 
dealing with marketing and doing more marketing research and stuff like that here at the church, you find that you have to make things beyond simple for people. Like, so if, if I need to make you um, take the next step, if I want you to click a button, click a link, whatever, it needs to be very available, very easy for anyone to understand, right? We're all there. So oh, as, yeah. a, as a church, in case anybody was wondering, we try to make things as simple as we can, right? Like everything we're doing, we're saying, okay, you know, it, when we changed our app, when we did anything, we're like, okay, put it in front of them. We announce it from. St- we'll literally every Sunday, you know, every Tuesday, we have the big board. I don't know if we can, pe- you know, peer peer behind inside the curtain here a little bit. We have our big whiteboard. We talk about what we need to promote, how we're going to promote it, you know, on stage, you know, in in the you know little intro part, you know, or when we had announcements in that on the website, mm-hmm. on the Facebook. Do we need to film Instagram. a video for this and exactly. put it out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So everything, you know, we're we're trying to go as easy as possible, right? So um, that is across the board. If it's a youth thing, I'm doing the same thing. You know, I've got a, a parent's email list. I have, uh, you know, direct contact. I have text messages. I have all these things. So I'm sending it out every avenue, anything that we want to go on. So it's always, always, always interests me whenever we go on a trip, whenever we do anything, that there's always people who will go, oh, I didn't know that. And you're just like, but how? Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it, my thing is... Uh, what, what parents just don't understand or what people just don't understand in general, give us good information. Because what, what I always come back to is, okay, do I have the correct email for you? Do you check your email? Like, you know, if you're giving me a yep. Hotmail, an AOL, any of those things, I'm like, I, I promise you, I'm not going to spam you. Like, I, I'm not going to. I just need something reliable so that when I have information to give you, you'll get it. So, and the other thing is, too... And I'm actually, I won't do this one because I'm sure somebody else is going to do it. But so what, what I always want people to understand is, please, 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 if you're, if you're coming to our things, if you're attending, if you're dialing in with us as a church, just give us reliable information. Give us something that I can go to and say like, hey, you know, we're going to take every avenue we can to communicate with you. The things that, you know, and of course things change. Sometimes pertinent information doesn't come out until we're at the event. And I'm like, oh no, the schedule changed. We're not going to be there till late or whatever. But please give us information. Give us give us the correct email. Give me a good phone number. Let me yeah. help you help me. Yeah, man. When I so the listeners who may not know us personally, I before I did worship and uh, events and tech stuff exclusively, I I was either a youth minister or a youth and worship minister for for ten years before that. And my goal was always to try to communicate things in five different ways yes five different avenues sure yeah so Great like rule of thumb yeah well and that's way overkill i mean yeah. who does that outside of outside of ministry and and types of like even i feel like even marketing agencies they're like we're going to craft this campaign that's going to go through this avenue it's going to go on tv yeah. or it's going to go on radio or if it's huge huge we're like we're going to do we're going to do uh, radio and we're going to do TV and we're going to do, you know, these three social media platforms yeah. or whatever. So I, I would be like, you know, I, I and I had some of these conversations with parents where they'd go, well, I, I didn't know about that. And I would just go in my head usually because these conversations don't go well when you have them out loud. Mm-hmm. I would go like, OK, were you listening in church when we announced it? Did you did you see the church newsletter that went out that had that information? Did you see the email that I sent to you personally? Um, did you sign up for our text messages? Mm -hmm. Because I sent out text reminders, you know, the, like there's just, there's so many ways that we try to communicate. And so I, a hundred percent feel your frustration when you're like, you're not 
even making any effort if it you is, don't know about this event. It's yeah. not a gripe session. It's not like a huge thing. And yeah, usually yeah. it's small things that are missed. And, and sadly enough, a lot of times it comes down to the kid is the one who gets shorthanded. Like, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, we'll send out whatever the itinerary for a trip and, you know, it'll be like, yeah, hey, we're going kayaking on Wednesday. And then they won't like pack a bathing suit. So you're like, well, now your kid's got to wear cargo shorts out there. Yeah. And, and I understand. And there's a lot of great parents. And there's a lot of times. If you have a child who has been in my youth group before, you're probably like, bro, you haven't communicated everything all the time. <laughs> and like, I'm not saying I'm perfect here. But what I am, my pleading out is just saying, hey, give us, give, give me what's the best way to contact you. If, if it's, you know, email, if it's a phone number, if it's a text message, if it's, you know, you just follow us, just follow us on social media. We're going to put it there, too. All those things. Yeah, all those all those steps I are love, great. I just I, I love parents. Yeah. And I know they're doing through a lot, but sometimes you're killing me. Yeah. I think jo- I think Joe really nailed it. Like a lot not a lot of other places are trying to make their message like spread across so many channels. Yeah. You think about, you know, real marketing, it's gonna be more dialed in, more focused because they're gonna say, We're gonna drill down here because this is where we think we're mm-hmm. gonna be able to really reach a lot of people. We're trying to take our message, you know, wide and distribute it across a lot of platforms, yeah. just to so to, just to get it on someone's radar and hope that they see it. Well, we're a lot yeah. more personal, right? Like, yeah. you know, whatever. If Coke's adding a new flavor, they're putting it out as an advertisement. They're going to do it over a lot of different channels in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. but it's a lot different. It's not like a, a huge deal if you miss that because you're going to see it in the store. You're going to see it. But if yeah. you miss my like, hey, the bus rolls out at you know eight a.m. with you or without you, when you miss that, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, word. That that bleeds into a little bit of what kind of what I uh, wish, and, and I, same sort of thing. Like I have to be careful. This is going to become a gripe session because this is stuff I deal with a lot. But in the uh, in the tech like running events side of things, it never ceases to amaze me um, how how little thought people put into even in a big event that they may have like paid money to do at our building. Um, there will be so many times when um, we'll have a like a, a large meeting that's going to have multiple presenters, mm-hmm. and there's one person who's organizing the whole thing, but we'll get there for the event, and they'll go, oh, well, not all the presenters are here yet, and like one presenter will walk in with a PC laptop uh, with a PowerPoint yes. program, and they'll need that on our screens, and another one will walk in with a Mac and they're asking if they can just airplay to an Apple TV, uh-huh. and a third one will walk in with a jump drive that's got uh, you know some formatted thing on there, and yep. then somebody else comes in and they like write they're, they're like, let me have your email address so I can email you a link to the Google uh, yep. presentation kind of thing that I've got, and I, and I'm just thinking from my perspective, I'm thinking like, okay, well number one, um, you guys need to get on the same page yeah, <laughs> on the front sure. end of this. Yeah. Because uh, usually this is all happening like within 15 minutes of when the event is supposed to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, do you, like, what do you guys, what sort of tech setup do you think we have mm-hmm. that I can run like four different computers seamlessly into this? Yes. Like, it just, it doesn't work that way. And so it just ends up being super stressful. And we'll have like, uh, we, we've had, you know, plenty of events where people are like, oh, yeah, we, we just need the lights on and we need a microphone. And then they're like, well, actually, we're having four people on stage talking at one time. So we're going to need four microphones. Did I say, did I say yeah. microphone? I meant phones. Yeah, I meant phones. Yeah, phones. And if two of those could be wireless uh, headsets, uh, that would be great. It's not like, I, I guess may, may, maybe the more the more direct way to say what I'm what I'm trying to get at is like, I think 
I think people approach church with a mindset, church and church events and stuff we do with the mindset of like, well, this is definitely going to be worse than if I went to something somewhere oh, sure. else. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Like we we want to do things we want to do things as well as we can possibly do them. Mm-hmm. And so if you can put five minutes of thought a week before your event into this, yeah. it's going to make the whole thing Absolutely. come off better. And then yeah. you won't walk away going, oh, you know, that was a pretty good event. It was the best they could do at a church. Yeah. yeah. We're like, no, no, no. It can just be a good event, full stop. Yeah. Like it can just be high quality, full stop. It doesn't have to be any qualifier for a church, but it's like people come with that mindset and so it's it becomes like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy well i think not only just in you know speaking about like our events or stuff that we do but i feel like it's the same thing about like christian music or christian movies yes. like people are already writing a writing concessions on it as soon as you attach a christian label mm-hmm. or a church label to it it doesn't have to be that way i mean does not. we believe in you know excellence and, and, and being excellent and showing continued excellence like we can we can be excellent and do excellent you know with if you come alongside and partner with us if you put some thought into it we'll put thought into it we'll work with you to try to help make the whole thing you know be as great as it can be just because it's a Christian event or or Christian anything doesn't mean that we have to automatically write it off as you know being less than exactly. less than normal. It's an interesting dynamic though because there's so much of what we do because we are a church, you know, and we we love people and, and we don't want to be staunch or, or rigid and tell people no, you know. We're, so we're trying to be flexible and trying to work with people. When my experience with other facilities or rentals, you know, just whatever for profit rental places, it's like hey. Yeah, no, like, oh, you guys brought five different programs. Well, you can run one. Yeah, and and that's or it's the like way take it is. take a few minutes and get all those on one computer for and me. then come back to me. Yeah, yeah. And, and so yeah, yeah. to me, there's just this really interesting balance that we have to take as a church, and it it goes beyond that, right? It goes into all different forms of the Christian lifestyle, where we say, yes, we want excellence. Yes, we want things to go well. But are we willing to? I don't want to say sacrifice, but you know. Um, put up with what it's going to mean to those people in order to get that? Are we willing to be, you know, what could be viewed as rude or mean to someone in the name of getting the excellent product? And that comes through with everything. I mean, shoot, Mm -hmm. think, um, okay, for, I I know worship would be a really easy one, but also in youth and kids, you know, when, when you have volunteers or people who want, you know, to speak or they want this or they want that. And you're like, well, you're, you're not the best at that though. So, you know, like, okay, so am I going to sacrifice what would be the overall view of it from the group of people and let you do, you know, the thing you want to do? Like, okay, uh, I guess a really good one would be like youth worship because we do worship programming and stuff like that. It's smaller. It's for kids. So, you know, you'll get people who want to volunteer and have a good heart in it. But, you know, like I'm not a great singer and I know I'm not a great singer, so I don't really sing. You know, or I don't try to lead worship songs. Well, yeah. you, know, you have people who aren't a great singer, but really want to, you know, lead that worship song. So they're like, "Well, I guess I'll just do it for the kids." And you're like, "Well, where's that line? Where do I say, yeah, you have a good heart, yeah, you have good intentions, but also like, you know, we, we'd like this to be something that, if you're an outsider coming in, you wouldn't go, you know, yikes, let me get out of here. That, right? that hurt yeah. my ears. Yes. Yeah, please, you know, please so let me leave. Yeah. I, I don't know where that line is. I don't know what you do with that. Yeah, and it's it's one of those constant sort of things. You know, the the answer is is always like lo- love is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and so whether it's 
like youth worship, like you were talking about, or whether it's, you know, if when we have those events uh, where, you know, it's just super scattered and like everything's crazy, like our goal, our overarching goal for all of that is, is to, is to love people and, and all that kind of stuff. And like, while we're doing those events. Yeah, so, sure. You know, so it's not like a, Hey, you're driving me crazy. Get out of here. Kind yeah. of thing. Like we're, you know, we're nice about it, but it's also like, yeah, it's like you said, it's, it's that tough. It's, it's tough to find the line that the, the thought like being loving is the most important thing in this situation Absolutely. is what keeps me from yeah. uh, sending a lot of people I think there's away a way to angry. Be, yeah. <laughs> loving, but also like professional and also yeah. excellent. Absolutely. Like yeah. I know in this season of, of life, we've talked about it almost every episode so far, but even in like the, even in my announcing career, Certain people, depending on the organization that you're in or the people that you talk to, they say, oh, what do you, you know, what's your full-time role? I'm a pastor. They automatically write you off as timid, oh, write sure. you off as yeah. someone who's going to be, who's going to get pushed around or not be able to stand their ground. I don't like or or be Or be someone who's not as, someone who's not as excellent, not as sure. good. And that's been, and so there's a way to, you know, that, that burden of um, professionalism falls back on us, that leadership burden falls back on us to be on the forefront of saying like Absolutely. hey i want to make sure we get this right i want to make sure that i step up and and take this on and and, and do it well i want to make sure that i honor you guys and honor this organization with what i'm going to put out there yeah so sure. let's understand and let's get on the same page and it does take extra work and it yeah. does take extra effort on the front end but just because you're you know a, a christian or a church or, or anything like that doesn't mean you have to write yourself off as being less than something else the preconceived notion of what you know, I, you, Joe, any of us are about just simply based off of telling a stranger what you do. You know, sure, there are times it's been positive, like, you know, where I feel like people will be a little extra nice. Like, for example, having me the other day at, at the bank, I had to change bank accounts, lost my debit card, long story. So changing bank accounts, doing all this stuff all over. Dude, I've had a couple dip. When it comes to <laughs> banks and money, man, I've had a month. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but no, and, and the lady, she was looking at my job. She goes, oh, you work at the you know, church, you're a minister. Like, and she was like very nice, very, like she changed. She went from being like nice, more personal, I could tell. You know, okay, so this lady's probably a Christian, probably has gone to church her whole life, and now she thinks of me as whatever like positive experience she's had with pastors and b- the before. I've just become that positive person. And, and or negative experiences. Well, that's not, sometimes yeah. it's positive, but yeah. I would probably say more often than not it's negative. And yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, you're getting whatever somebody bad did to somebody, and you're like, oh, I just met you. I'm, I'm sorry you don't like me, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's our conversation for next time around. Is is like like pastors are people too, yeah, or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Hank. What about you, man? Um, we um we have a. By the way, I apologize, but we I have a hard out in like seven or eight minutes. Oh, we'll make this so. quick then. Um, <laughs> the thing that I wish people understand, and this has a very specific you know meaning in relation to us, but I think it applies across the board, is just that just how much it is that we do outside of what you per- what someone from the outside perceives oh, that right. our job sure. is. Yeah. And you know, you think about us, we're in a place where we're trying to run a church, but we're also, you know, running an event center. We've talked about this a little bit and when we introduce ourselves on this podcast, Joe talks about how he's the worship minister, but he's also doing he's an event technician. He's he's running tech for events. Mitchell, we we, we both talked about marketing and, and sure, stuff like yeah. that. So and and if you're just a regular church person who's someone involved in attending on a Sunday, you may not ever even see or, or realize what else we do outside of, 
you know what you perceive our job to be goes into all this other all this other stuff that we do so um just uh to make it i guess as general as possible you know just that so much of so much of you know, if we went, if you went to people and asked them to write out what they thought our job description was, they would, they would Pray. get some, they would get some, they <laughs> would, some. but they, they would, uh, they would probably miss out on on a lot of the other things that that go on. Which is, uh, and and again, like I don't think any of our hearts are like, you know, oh, this was this was going to be a griping session, you know, podcast where we'd come on and talk about how people just don't get it, uh, but that's not it. And, and uh, more often than not. 60% of the time, I'm given a lot of grace. I'm given a lot of understanding oh, in that. Definitely. Like people saying like, yeah, I don't understand, but I'm sure you do a great job at whatever it is you do. Uh, but <laughs> there are a lot of times where, and I got a lot of it. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I've gotten it from people close to me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like that just, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, dodgeball and pizza, right? And I'm like, I mean, sure. And I make that joke all the time, and I think yeah. it's funny, but you're like, nah, not really. You know, if, if my job could be solely working with students, uh, well, a I wouldn't fail forty hours a week for sure. But also, b that's like that's the reward. Like that's the good part of my job. That's the thing that I look forward to, and that's the thing that I wanted to. And you put up with all of the other stuff to be able to get to do that thing. Mm-hmm. But that thing is the thing people see you do. So they're like, oh, well, that's all he does. Dude, the the youth minister at the at the church I used to work at my last church uh, it was a large multi site church, and so the guy who was the 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 main youth guy over the whole thing. When he, when he came, he stepped into a meeting of campus pastors and made them all so angry because what he said to them, he, he said, your, your youth guy or girl at your campus works harder than any of you. Ooh. And they were like, what? And he said, no, 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 listen. When you need worship to happen at your campus for your church service, you have somebody on staff who handles that. Yeah. When you need small groups to happen, you have somebody to handle that. When you need a thousand copies of something made and printed and cut and collated, you have somebody to do that. Your youth person is doing all of that for themselves yeah. every single week. And they're writing a lesson mm-hmm. and they're, you know, like uh, they're recruiting their own volunteers and all that stuff. It's, it's there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it. And yeah. I, I know we have a hard out coming soon, but it would be a, be an interesting thing to really think about when you talk about ministers and when you talk about you know people coming into ministry i think well, it's like three or four years typically is how long someone lasts it's something like that right i i remember the three to five year mark when i was in like high school and college and i feel like i've seen 18 to 24 months i feel like i've seen that recently so so that range is that the the range that like most people go uh same for me i'm going to leave is and it, I, I don't know if that's specifically youth ministers or if that's ministry in general. But okay. I think most of the time I saw those marks, it was for it was for youth ministry. See, that's what I'm wondering. So yeah. is it that way because we you come in and you come out of college and you're very idealistic? Like when I first started my first church, I was like, it's gonna be this, it's gonna be that, it's gonna be so great, and we're gonna change the community, you know. And then you get really strapped with a lot of work and a lot of expectations, yeah. and not only that, but also the stigma that comes with going, oh well, you just play dodgeball and eat pizza right like you know so you're like well how many times have you been at so you you've been doing youth ministry Uh, full-time for full-time for seven years seven years so how many times in those seven years have you been asked by somebody very well-meaning yes well-intentioned when are you going to become a real pastor? Oh, yeah, dozens. <laughs> dozens. I mean, and, and like you said, well-meaning. Nice. Yeah. You know, 90% of the time, it's very well-meaning. 90% of the time, it's my family, you yeah. know? And, and you're right. like, 
uh, I didn't know that there was a timetable for this position. I didn't I didn't know I could age out here, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's uh yeah it's tough, man. It, it is. So yeah, for mine it's just the time and like uh you know, um like for me in particular, like I'm doing this job plus two announcing gigs. Yeah. Also yeah. working outside of this too. So there's, you know, there's, and there's other, and there's lots of pastors out there I know who are bivocational, who are, that's, I mean, that's the structure of their, of their life and their career is, you know, you're working, you know, half your time for a church and half your time doing something else. So, um, especially those guys super feel for them just because that, that is probably way harder to try to justify or explain to someone who doesn't really understand. Talk about, talk about privilege Just sitting here, you know, I don't want to say complaining, but you know, griping about our, our full-time ministry jobs when there are so many people that are i don't want to say this and I, I might be a little bit too you know uh critical of myself but i'm like yeah that guy was better than me like you know i remember that guy speaking at that camp he was really good how does how's he got a part-time job like somebody mm-hmm. needs to give him a real job and i do have it so it's uh it, it's tough man it is tough that could be a whole other conversation about pastors and compensation and how sometimes it's like how in the world does that person make that much money? Yeah. And sometimes it's how in the world does that person have to work a second job right. because sure. they make yeah. so little Both money extremes. at their church? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Uh, well guys, thanks for your, thanks for your input on that. Speaking of wild, <laughs> I said, speaking of wild, we're out. <laughs> we're out. Um, Mitchell yeah. ditched his mic stand. I did. Yeah. Yes. My, my, yeah. Little, little theater of the mind. Sorry. Mitchell has been uh, fiddling with his mic stand the entire recording here because. Uh, well, I forgot my clip for my boom. Well, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. It's because he has a screw loose. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh. And on ah. that note. <laughs> Wait, that was too quiet. It's because okay. he has a screw loose. Rim shot. Wow. Rim shot. Yeah, perfect. Nice. Uh, but what I mean is a literal screw is yeah, loose screw and his mic yeah. friend's been flopping around mm-hmm. uh, the whole time. Uh, but that's uh, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, we are the other ministers. I'm Joe. I'm Mitchell. And I'm Hank. And we are the other ministers. I said that out of order. It's okay. It's okay. So it's episode three. We're still figuring yeah. this out. Do we have a title for this one? Pop culture title? Parents just don't understand. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 that's right. Well, that's right.